It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the Cork Today replay on C103. And Annalise Drissel, our nutritional therapist from the Health Hub Times Square in Balancholic, uh, joining us. Good afternoon to you, Annalise. Good afternoon. Uh, and you're welcome. And the amount of people that are contacting us about your hand sanitizer, because we put it up on our Facebook page. And I know we were telling people to go to your Facebook page to get it. And lots and lots and lots of people have been using it. And just some have some queries and questions on it. If I can find some of the questions coming in. I know somebody was asking instead of the vegetable glycerine, is there anything else you could use to soften the hands? Um, well, the aloe vera itself will be nice and moisturising. So if you don't get glycerin, don't be worried about it. Don't be worried about it. No, it's not an essential part. The main thing there really is the alcohol and the tea tree oil or the oregano oil or the lavender, whatever you're using as your antibacterial. They're the main things. But the aloe vera will be lovely and softening anyway. So if you can't get glycerin, don't worry about it. It's not essential. Okay, and then we've got a listener who is working in the tourism industry and they have been given a supply of antibacterial gel. They've no sink to wash to wash their hands so they have to use the antibacterial gel. But Noreen says, my problem is my skin is getting sore from using the gel after every customer. How long does the gel last to be safe or do I need to keep using it as often as I'm, I'm using it, says Noreen. So is this, I, I wonder now, is that an antibacterial gel provided by the company? Yes. So there, that yes. could be quite a few harsh enough chemicals in that. Um, look, I think if you're probably in the tourist or the service industry, you need to be washing your hands very, very frequently because you're constantly, every time you pick up another cup or uh, a plate or every time you take money from a customer, you're going to be exposing yourself to more germs. So I think you'd probably need to disinfect your hands fairly frequently. Um, the natural ones tend to be not as drying, but for everybody who's got sensitive skin, they all probably at some point will cause problems. Even if you just washed your hands with normal soap, um, you'll still get very dry hands after a while if you're washing them every 10 to 15 minutes. So I would recommend in that case using um, a good hand cream, a nice, and maybe at night time when you get into bed, um, you rub in some olive oil or some coconut oil or something like that. Put a pair of cotton gloves on and leave it on overnight just to give your hands a good treatment. So even washing your hands in water, Patricia, you know, a lot will dry it out. So unfortunately, I think that bit is unavoidable. Yeah, I think everybody's noticing that because I think we're all washing our hands more, which is fantastic. It's the one, if you can see any plus out of the COVID-19, I think it's everyone's taking a look at, their, at the hand hygiene. But I think everyone, I've even noticed my hands are drying out 
and it's just the amount of hand washing we're doing. It is, absolutely. But even just with water, Patricia, there's yeah. so much chlorine in our local water. That's very, very drying on the skin. Um, and every time, like we need natural oils in our skin, you know, for uh, to provide our skin with a barrier. And every time we wash with just even a gentle soap, you know, we're stripping those natural oils from our skin. So they are going to get dry. So just get a nice hand cream. My absolute favourite hand cream is the Trilogy Rose Cream. It smells divine and it really soaks into the skin and there's no nasty chemicals in there whatsoever so it's good even for people that have got severe eczema or very very dry and sensitive skin so go into your local health shop and get a natural hand cream that has no chemicals in it just to decrease the overall burden of chemicals on your skin Uh, Hi could you ask Annalise please on her her homemade hand sanitizer could you use the aloe vera gel straight from the plant with white rum and lavender essential oil drops absolutely you could absolutely yep that's now you'd have you probably need to squeeze a lot out of your plant yeah. to get a significant amount of the sanitizer but absolutely you can um the aloe vera really is more for to provide um you know a softening agent um than the antibacterial side of it the antibacterial as i said is coming more from the alcohol and the essential oils um, so, you, you know, you, you don't even necessarily have to use, I've been saying to some people, if they can't get the aloe vera, look, if you're really worried about sanitizing, just use the alcohol and the essential oils. It's going to be far more drying, but you will get away with it. Okay. Hi. Question for Annalise, please. I had the pneumonia vaccine. Will that help me? I suffer with COPD. It should do. Um, so, like I did a good bit of work this morning, Patricia, trying to figure out why they think this virus is so um, dangerous. And really, the only answer I can come up with is that it's that it's not fully understood yet. Um, they're Even they're suggesting that the fatality rate may not even be as high as that is currently being reported because there may be many people becoming infected with mild symptoms that are not even reporting or being diagnosed with the coronavirus. And they're obviously all survivors. So it's really, the coronavirus is, is similar to the flu, you know, it's similar to the flu virus. So the danger is, is for people that are vulnerable, that have COPD, that are smokers and that are over 80, or that are in autoimmune drugs that suppress the immune system. The danger for them is that it'll go to their chest and cause pneumonia. And that is the biggest danger. It's a very small group of vulnerable people. In fact, under 15-year-olds, they don't seem to be getting the coronavirus at all. It's the infection rate amongst that group of people is very, very small. So um, I think if you're vulnerable, it's really about protecting yourself. Definitely having the vaccine against pneumonia will help because it'll help prevent you getting pneumonia as, um, as it would from the flu virus. This time next year, we're going to understand a lot more about the transmission of this virus. Um, and I think it'll probably be very similar to the general flu. It'll be, a re- it'll be a regular occurrence every winter, the same way that the flu virus is. A lot of us will have developed immunity, you know, if we've come in contact with during this range, and we'll have immunity to it as we do to the flu as well. But I think it's the fact that we don't understand it at the moment, Patricia, is really what's causing the panic and what's causing the worry. And they are working flat out to come up with a vaccine, and, and they're working to understand it uh, more. Okay. Say with the vaccine, like in 2017, the flu vaccine was um, was based on an older strain of the the flu, so it was very it was really not effective at all, especially in the over 55s. So it's you know a vaccine isn't going to be the saving of the planet either. Our own natural immunity and boosting that, if you can 
get immunity to it yourself, you're protected without any vaccine. And that will be the case for the majority of people. And on that boosting immunity, uh, could you ask Annalise, I wonder, source of life gold, is that good for the immune system or should a person be taking other vitamins? No, it's fantastic, Patricia. It's a great um, tonic for everything, really. But there's a lot of stuff in there that will support your immune system. There's a lot of superfoods. There's mushroom extract and mushroom extracts are one of the best things for ramping up your T-cells, which are your first line of defense against viruses. It'll also have plenty of vitamin D, vitamin C, zinc um, and vitamin B6. And these are all natural um, immune supports as well. So the source of life gold is excellent. Um, but just it's quite an expensive one. So if people don't want to spend that much money, just even taking something like a, a high dose of vitamin C with some zinc in it will help boost your immune system. If you've got um, if you're generally vulnerable to getting chest infections and you want to protect yourself a little bit more, you could take something like um, the Bionutri elderberry complex. I sell a lot of here every year. That's got elderberry extract in there, antiviral, lysine, vitamin D, beta-glucans, vitamin D, vitamin C, and B6. So it's a great all-rounder. The Dr. Delish Claire, I've actually posted, she did a little um, video on how to protect yourself, which I've posted the link to on my Facebook page. And she's saying that her Imitone, which is the immune-boosting herbal blend, if you want to boost your immune system, but if you're inclined to get chest infections, she's recommending the Mucotone. So they would all be good if you're vulnerable. Now, just to bear in mind, if you're on autoimmune drugs, and I've had a lot of people in um, that are and are worried about what to take, echinacea is not suitable when you're on autoimmune drugs. So the vitamin C and zinc is very safe. The elderberry extract is safe. And the olive leaf extract, which is another wonderful immune booster, is safe to take if you're on any kind of autoimmune um, immune suppressant drugs. Okay, question for you. Is it okay to put lemon and lime cut in quarters? Is it safe to put into a water bottle with the skin left on and to drink it, Suzanne? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, you know, it's like any bit of fruit, like there's going to be pesticides on the peel and if you let it stand in a water bottle, those pesticides will enter the water. But it's it's no different than, you know, pesticides on an apple that you eat the skin of. So it's perfectly safe. Um, But always I would recommend going for either a stainless steel bottle or a glass bottle because with plastic, plastic does, if there's any heat, it will leach the chemicals into the water as well. So that's the main concern with with a water bottle is the plastic not really having lemons and limes. Lemons and limes would actually increase the amount of chemicals coming out of the plastic into the water. So just get a glass or stainless steel bottle and you're fine. Back to the sanitizer. What kind of alcohol does one need to use in the sanitizer? I know in the recipe, if you call it a recipe, you suggest vodka. Will yeah. any will any alcohol do? Any alcohol. Whiskey. Do, Whiskey is fine. The main reason I said vodka is because it doesn't smell, so you won't be going around smelling like you've just fallen out of the pub. Um, <laughs> whereas whiskey would be quite strong, and so would gin. But any alcohol will do. It's the alcohol that you're looking for rather than the spirit part of it. Okay, people are still continuing to send in photographs that they're getting from today of supermarket shelves with the toilet rolls gone, but the the liquid soap gone from a lot of shelves. Does that worry you that people are overbuying on soaps and then when somebody arrives that genuinely needs to get soap, there's not going to be any there, Annalise? Um, I suppose that is actually a point for everything, really, that people are are buying a lot. But, you know, the hand soap is hand soap is no more disinfecting necessarily than just ordinary soap. So I think, you know, that'll be available to people as well. Um, and, you know, even just 
washing your hands in hot water, even with a bit of washing up liquid, Patricia will will kill off some of the back will kill off the bacteria. It's about keeping your hands clean, so it doesn't have to be a hand soap. Um, but I think. You know, they did They did say in the late, late, the doctors were saying, you know, don't panic buy. But I think that nearly sparked people off on a panic buy. I've been in the supermarkets myself and the shelves, it looks like a bit, like a, it looks like a war was coming. So, um, you know, I think it'll probably calm down, Patricia, when people realise it's not as dangerous as they think. It's certainly not fatal. Um, and I don't think panic buying of anything really is um, necessary at this stage. Yeah, people are, people are gone nuts. Because somebody's wondering if you don't have antibacterial hand soap, is there something you could add to a liquid soap to make it antibacterial? Could you put some essential oils into it? You could put tea tree oil into it. Yeah. You could put a bit of vodka into it. Again, a bit of alcohol is going to be a great um, natural antibacterial. Um, the tea tree oil, Patricia, is brilliant. You could definitely put tea tree oil, a good good healthy amount into your, um, into your even washing up liquid if you can't get your hand on any hand, hand soaps. Um, but even just buying a tea tree soap would be sufficient you know there's lots of soaps that have tea tree oil in them that would be great disinfectant as well Okay Mary wants to know any cure for a bad sinus attack please Yeah that seems to be now going around again at Patricia so I think um, we still haven't shifted those nasty colds and flus that were around during the winter but it's taken a bit of a back seat so I always recommend with nasty sinus is the Dr. Delish Clare mucotone because it boosts the immune system, but it also helps to dry up the mucus in the sinus. If you can't get your hands on it because it isn't sold in many places, uh, you could try something like Plantago or Ivy Thyme Complex is another one. And these are all herbs that are designed really to, to, to just dry up mucus. And that's what you want. You want to kind of do that. Um, in the sinus and if it's not there then it can't become infected another thing I think works very well is to do a steam bath where you have a bowl of water with uh, boiling water in it and put in some drops of maybe oregano oil or tea tree oil and then put the towel over the head and do um, a steam inhalation and that gets the oils right up into the sinus cavities and it'll kill off the nasty bacteria there that could be causing an infection um, so they'd probably be the two main the, the the main ones I'd recommend, Patricia. But if you can't get your hands on even on any of those, even actually just doing the steaming is very good because it can loosen up that mucus in the sinus and it can just help decongest you a little bit and you'll get relief from the headaches from that on its own. Okay, and John, what can I take for very dry and itchy skin? It flakes a lot. So now that I suppose it's, that there's two answers to that question really. So in the short term, putting something onto your skin to give the skin even a, a barrier. And I would go for, I know that doctors often recommend the Silcox Base or the Emollient Cream, but I find that that tends to sit on the skin. What you really want is something that will sink right into the skin. And one of my favorite products is the Salcura brand. You'll get it in health shops and possibly some pharmacies as well. They do a cream called Zeoderm, Z-E-O-D-E-R-M. And that has oils in there that help restore the barrier to the skin. And that's what's missing in this case is that the cells have dried out so there's no barrier. They haven't, they're not waterproofed effectively. The other thing that, the other way to treat very dry skin is to um, increase the amount of fat in your diet. I have often seen it in people who've gone on a very low fat diet that their skin suffers. So eat foods that are high in the polyunsaturated fats like avocados, oily fish, nuts and seeds are wonderful as well. Eggs are great. I know people worry about eggs because of their heart, but they're great. That little yolk is full of vitamin E and um, 
lovely fats that are brilliant phospholipid fats that are great for your skin and that in fact can help your body um, in, in a roundabout way get rid of cholesterol. So make sure that you have plenty of those in your diet and then if you feel that that's already the case, then take a fish oil supplement where you're actually putting in the omega-3s. And they are wonderful after about six weeks, you'll notice a big difference in dry skin. They're wonderful for helping waterproof and hydrate the skin cell at the skin cell barrier level. Okay, we'll wrap it up there. We'll talk next Monday. Thanks for that, Thanks Annalise. For Have a lovely week. That's Annalise Russell of the Health Hub Times Square in Balancolic. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.